podcast. podcast. Do do Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Boop, oh, boop. yeah, that's a four house on the hill. Two house. Don't house. roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts. Oh, it's two hoes from Delco. Hello. Hi. So, um, we were just saying we haven't recorded in a really long time. We, and we just did the Patreon episode. Um, for those of you who are Patreoners, we just, and we talked about, we got like really personal, you know, talk about our personal lives and like where we live and everything mm-hmm. on the page. Specifically to just. Yeah. And our phone numbers and. How we <clears throat> shave our vagina hair. Actually, we put that on a public episode. <laughs> so, but, um, anyway, so now, now we're going to, now we're recording, you know, the main episode for all the normies and losers who aren't. Sign up to our Patreon. The pores. The pores. Um, the plebs. <laughs> um, and we were just saying, when was the last time we recorded it? Okay, so we're pretty much on, on a, we're doing a podcast once a month now. Okay. It was a month ago. And we did no topic. And as much as I would love to just do no topic again, I was like, we can't just do no topic. We have to do uh, a topic. And I have been immersed in the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Um, we're not doing that as a topic because um, uh, it's just, I don't I don't want to add to the discourse. I mean, we could talk about it a little bit, but I just really do not want to add to that discourse. And um, But it made me be like, we should talk about breakups because yeah. really that that's what I'm so intrigued by. And I think everyone, because breakups are hard on people and it's it's like this thing that everyone goes through i mean unless you're somebody who marries like your fifth grade yeah um i feel like those people break up and get back together a couple times though generally like nobody's got a perfect relationship where they stay together fuck you i'm leaving yeah i think yeah um those people yeah they they fight and break up too um and like yeah, I just thought I just thought that would be a good topic. Um, before we get started, though, there was something funny I wanted to show you because I the, right when you got to my house, I was watching this, and it's like an early Jerry Springer clip. Oh my god! There's nothing wrong with them, but you shouldn't race mix. But you wouldn't kill them. No. Kill Jews. You just send them back to Africa. Jews? Yeah. <laughs> That's where it came from. But you all brought. Excuse me. But you all brought us here. No, you all no, us here. the Jews you brought you here. Jews, the Jews we just picked like the here. blackest girl in the audience. White Christians had nothing to do with it. Wait, what? White Christians had nothing to do with it. They said white Christians had nothing Why to do with it. Why is everyone clapping? The Jews brought you here is what they said. Why is everyone clapping? Why your four white fathers rape us for my four ancestors or the rest of these four ancestors in hell? Why did they rape us? Nobody don't touch no monster. Repeat that. I can't understand what you're saying. Ew! What a bitch. There's nothing wrong with them, but you should. Okay. Yeah. So. Whoa. That was like made my heart hurt. That was embarrassed to be white. Well, again. Um, I mean, I I think that was 
good. That's good television, though. Like so. <laughs> In every way, right? It's yeah. like accurate, um, fair, um, good reporting. Um, there was one day on Twitter where um, it was what Twitter has these things called spaces. Where it's like it's an audio space, and like you, you start. I think it's called spaces. I, I, I mean, whatever. I think it is called that. Anyway, and somebody starts a space. There's like a group monitor. It's all voice, and they do a discussion, and you can join the space or whatever. And just some, something happened this one day on Twitter, like, and it started out with this dude who started a space, and it was called like, "Why are black women?" so um mean and aggressive or something like that and so and and so he started this this thing and then of course all these black women came on the channel and they were like what the fuck is this and then but just everyone was being openly racist towards each other and then then like black people started their own spaces and they were the spaces were called like mayo monkeys gotta go Oh my god! Like wow. yeah, and they were talking about like white genocide. Cool. And yeah, and and it was just, and then there was like all these like super racist fucking spaces popping up all over Twitter, and people were just like letting it all hang out, and it was just like fucking insane. But it, there was something, um, I don't know. I feel sick to say I don't know. There was something kind of refreshing about it, but because. I feel like everyone watches their tongue so much, yeah. but like there definitely is like this, there is racism in our country, but yeah. like nobody. And it's, I, and look, you know, people, be, I think it's on both sides. Like obviously from what happened with these chat spaces, cause yeah. then there's like black people who just want to like yeah. do white genocide. Like, yeah, well, yeah, that's a little bit, uh, yeah, that's, that's a uh, piss crossing the yeah. line. That's not yeah. like you know, trying to make up. Yeah. But at the bottom line, like all of them are like just all of everyone's argument is just like rooted in ignorance and negative experience that they have in their life, you know? So, um, but anyway, that was Jerry Springer show. And I just want to, so what year was that? I mean, the, our listeners can't see it, but it looks like it was in the nineties, like maybe. Yeah. It it was like the first, Oh, I thought there would be a date. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, those kids it's season look like, one, season one of Jerry Springer. It looks like those kids would probably be our age now. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, I watched Jerry Springer after school when I was little. Yeah, I mean, but not even like eighth grade. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely around that. Yeah, yeah it was. It was during the, our childhood and like teen years. I met Jerry Springer. Did I ever tell you? I, I'm sure you did, but I, yeah. I don't remember. I, I was like, um, it, I worked at the UDF, United Dairy Farmers, in Cincinnati, and he came in for ice cream. So. I definitely knew that story. Yeah, and I was like really hungover and stuff, and I was just like, what the fuck? And I was like, felt like total shit, and I was like, am I, is that really Jerry Springer, or am I like just really tired or whatever? Yeah, and now, so we used to have to go on Jerry Springer to say stuff like that, but now you can just go on Twitter and everyone can say just like what Spaces. those kids were saying. Yeah, I mean, well, especially now since Elon Musk is t- is going to own Twitter. So yeah, now yeah. you really, yeah, you can say whatever you want on Twitter. Um, but yeah, it was actually too, it was when the Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, it was the day he quit. It was really weird. It was the day he quit and then... Um, I forget as 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 mere. I forget it's, it's some Indian name, 
um, took over Twitter after him. And he was, like, super, he's, like, really woke type yeah. personality. And, like, people were talking, like, oh, it's going to get a lot more censored on Twitter because of this person taking over. And it was literally the day that he was taking over or that all these, like, spaces popped up. It was kind of weird. Gotcha. So it's like, like we it, can like, go into purpose? these spaces to say whatever. Oh. Or were they just testing the water? Was it a testing the waters? Like an instigation? Oh. Oh. But um, I don't like to think like that much conspiracy theorists about it. But anyway, whatever. Breakups. Wait, I so, have one more question. Yeah. Is Elon Musk like going to be, is, does, is that, are people expecting him to just be like, well, anyone can say whatever they want? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's like kind yeah. of the vibe I was getting. Yeah. Um, and also like, he, I don't, is he like Trump? You can come back. Like, is he yeah. not going to cancel people? Yeah. All right. Whatever. He, I mean, he's already been Twitter, like so Trump can come back, but Trump's not going to come back because he's Trump, got his own thing. Yeah. He's got his own platform which is, now. Which is just, you know, I'm sure that's whatever um, fucking fuck all of this yeah but at the same time i guess like all the bo- boils have to fucking bubble up for this country to eventually heal i mean i guess we have to bubble up i was kill just each like other talking to somebody go. recently because i mean i was talking about like having children and i was like um well yeah i mean a lot of people didn't have children and you could call them like you know libtards or whatever the hell you want to call people who have chosen to not have kids but at the end of the day, our society does not support having children. No. Like, there's no, like, health care. There's no daycare. There's no, like, you know, you're pretty much fucked if you have a kid. Yeah. You're not getting any help, you, you know. And it's, like, really, like, you can't even work because daycare is so expensive. And, like, so, like, it's just... And, and families can't afford to buy houses. We yeah. live very precariously. People yeah. are living paycheck to paycheck. It's not a, an environment that is made for families. So um, that's why people aren't having kids. And um, and my friend was saying, they were like, well, it's like, I think in like 200 years, if um, America's around or not, it doesn't matter. Whatever society is, is wherever we are as a human race, we're going to look back on the United States and be like, this is a cruel, like, fucked up place. Yes. It, it's not going to, we're not going to look good in no. the eyes of history. Our uh, country. The entire thing, the entire fucking time from, like, the beginning up till now, till whenever it ends, which I feel like is We're going to look, we're going to look uncivilized yeah. at the end. Yeah. We're gross. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. just greedy, fucking, like, keeping each other down. We killed all the Indians. We brought black people here and, and fucking, like... The Jews did that, Marine. Right, yeah, right, right, because, yeah, because they, yeah. Not the the wasps. It wasn't the white Christian fucking Protestant wasps. It wasn't any of them. Because guess what? I can tell you, my family was all poor fucking immigrants that came after that time. So, like, we were just like, what? But, you know, that doesn't make it. I still benefit as a white person from white privilege. Like, I'm not fucking saying that, everybody. Don't don't worry, Twitter. Um, But... That's, no one listens to this podcast. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But I still feel like I have to say because, you know, one person will. Yeah. Uh, the wrong person. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think you're right. I think we're going to look back and say America was fucked up. Yeah, and, and just also, like, it's going to look like feudalism. Like, the way we look back at the medieval times and we're like, well, that's, mm. like, so fucked up. It's going to be like that. Yeah, and we're just letting people die because they can't mm. afford health care. Cool. Um. 
But you know, back to back to our lighter topic. <laughs> breakups. <laughs> breakups. Yay, breakups. Um, yeah, I mean, so I I don't know, have you been watching the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial? I only saw the one thing because I I couldn't not watch it um when I saw something about her like cutting off his finger and like there was a whole thing. Um so, first of all, when I started watching his testimony, I was like, Johnny Depp no matter, no wonder no one fucking believed you this whole time. Like, he's so derpy and, like, slow and, like, oh, oh. Like, he, he looks, like, looks like he's lying. He looks like shit. Like, he doesn't look credible. Um, so I can see why no one believed him for, like, the longest time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it was, like, the whole Well, not even no of, one believed. Well, he didn't, he didn't say anything. Like, you never, uh, I never heard his side of the story in the press and everything like that. Like, yeah. You always just heard like it was Amber Heard. Yes, true. And um, like, and then then like slowly, I think he started to like fight back, and there was like, you know, phone like recordings leaked. I remember that. And then he like showed pictures of the his face, like the cigarette burns and the finger. This is before the whole trial. And then people were like, "Oh, wait a minute!" But really, at first, for the longest time, for like. I would say, like, three years, it was, like, you were, like, oh, shit, Johnny Depp is a wife beater. That fucking sucks. Yes. Because, like, you know, I, everyone loves, you know, Johnny Depp. Like, yeah. I'm a huge fan. I like, know. I like Johnny Depp, too. I know you're a big Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like, I mean, obsessed. Yeah. I like, mean, Pirates of the Caribbean so hot. And apparently, you know. Well, I only saw, like, the first one. Well, I'm not that into Disney pictures, but. Well. I didn't know until I watched part of the trial that he was filming Pirates of the Caribbean five when the thing with the finger happened i know i was like how is this still going on i don't understand and also the other thing was like they were also talking about on trial like the first one came out 2003 and that makes sense like um that that would be because like i mean yeah i was like a big johnny depp fan and i was like i'm going to see pirates of caribbean because johnny depp's in it and but um that was like my fandom like totally waned like after that um and like that was like 20 years ago so they've been doing this franchise for like 20 years that's crazy that's fucking insane like part of me was kind of like don't you want to get fired by now right like they were also like saying he lost money because he does things where he like shows up on the rides at disneyland or disney world whatever fucking one probably disneyland i don't know and he like show up on the pirates of the caribbean rides and like see people and disney world disneyland and like and I was just like, you want to fucking do that? Right? That sounds like a nightmare. Awful. Awful. You, like, Amber Heard did you a favor. Wait, I have um, a question. So, um, I did see a headline recently that said something about her pooping in his bed. Is that a thing that happened? Yeah. I mean, but is that a thing that happened is a big thing with this trial? Like, I don't fucking know. Because like, <laughs> it seems like, it just seems like you think someone's telling the truth. Then you see, like, a thing, and you're like, maybe they're not, and then you see, whatever. Here's where I'm at with the uh, the poop in the bed. So, she, Amber Heard did tell his security guard that it was a practical joke gone bad, like, gone awry. So, the fact that she even said that to his bodyguard means she admits to either placing the poop there or no no the poop she put the poop there yeah she knows there was poop in his bed and yeah and then and if she was thinking of it as a practical joke so um hilarious amber hilarious. I, I know and so and 
the other thing by their relationship dynamic, it seems like she was always, which I can kind of relate to as a woman, always like like trying to get his attention. And like he's just not very attentive. He's not there. Yeah, and like yeah, and I think that's like um which I I mean I get as a woman too because like I do want to know like where my husband is and I want to like I want to do things with him all the time yeah. and you know share our life together. And like we live like this like normal, like we don't have to like travel all over the world and do shit and go on movie sets for months at a time and blah yeah. blah. So I can imagine that's like a huge strain for sure for sure and i mean i definitely have like when carl's like been at the grocery store for too long definitely put poop in his bed no seriously (laughs) well like just like but you know what the funny thing is actually gus and i we have fake poop we have fake poop in our house and we actually take turns putting it in our shoes as a Uh, practical joke (laughs) so one time you should do a real poop yeah i know right um hilarious Anyway, so uh, she put she put a real turd in his bed. So then it goes like, but Johnny Depp is like, it was human feces. He was like, it was human poop. So he was like, she shit in my fucking bed, right? And um, and she's like, no, it was the dogs because they have dogs. Gross. Still, Amber, what the fuck, still, Amber? But still, the other thing about the dogs is they're teacup Yorkies. Yeah, that wouldn't look like human shit, I guarantee Yeah. You. As a vet tech, I attest. There's you no need way. a big, big dog to get human size. But shit. then, like, even so, like, hit, her lawyer argued in court that the dogs have bowel problems because they ate their weed or something, and so now they have bowel problems. That's not a thing. I, I, I already can tell you that's not a fucking thing. For dogs to no. have bowel issues from eating Maybe weed? if they're eating it every day and all the time, yeah, put your fucking weed away, but, like, yeah. no. When you... I, I mean, I don't it. know. Maybe they are eating it all the well, time. Well, that's what I'm saying. Put your weed, weed away, sweetheart. Um, don't let them eat it every day. But no, if your dog like ate a bunch of weed one time, they come into the uh, the emergency room like that a lot. And like, yeah. there's things that happen, but like, no, but generally like you just can watch them. They might get fluids. Do you want to see a picture of the poop? Yeah, I do want to see a picture okay. of the poop. I'll but like, no, there's n- they're not going to have like long-term bowel issues because they ate weed one time. Amber. Well, well, it's not, not going to make their shit huge either. So, see. you want to see the poop too, guys? <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping I can just, yeah, all right. There it is. I'm trying to get, And like, that's the size. other thing with this trial. There's, oh, they have fucking pictures of everything except the real, like, the injuries. Gotcha. Like Amber's injuries. That's what they don't have pictures oh, of. Oh, shady. Now, I'm not going to say completely. There are some pictures. Here you go. Do you think I that's have, dog poop or human poop? I can't tell, and I have an issue with it's this photograph. It is. It's gross. I have an issue with this photograph because you can tell there's, like, some perspective stuff going on here that is definitely making the poop look larger than it is because the only thing look, you have there's for like size reference in. is the pillow, and the poop's all the way down at the but bottom here of the it is bed. It's It's censored in this that's picture. That's pretty funny. We can't show poop. Okay, what is it? Nineteen eighty-two. Here's a, up, up close. Yeah, you can. I mean, put your hand next to it, Johnny. What the fuck? You got to put your that hand. That could to it. be dog poop. Yeah, it could be. You can't tell from the picture how big it is. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. That does look big for a teacup Yorkie. I agree with that. 
But I, like I said, I mean, the cam, it's close to the camera, and then yeah. you have the whole bed before it gets there, to the pillow. So both of them like, have, like, shitty pictures and shitty audio recordings. I think both of them are fucked up, and they've just had, like, a really fucked up, tumultuous relationship, yeah. and they're famous, and they have money, and here we are. Um, but some of the stuff she's alleged is, like, really fucking insane. Like what? Um, well, so, and I feel, I feel really bad. I just want to, like, for women who have, like, been through domestic violence, this has got to be, like, so fucked up. Because, first off, I mean, it, I, like, with this fucking trial, it was, like, you really could not avoid it on Twitter. It was, like, yeah. You know, it didn't even, it was even trending during the whole Roe versus Wade debacle. Mm-hmm. It was even trending. Yeah. So, I mean, you could like mute their names, I guess, and like that would help you avoid it. But even like on YouTube, it's like all over YouTube. That's how I saw it. Like one day, yeah. like, I mean, I don't even watch the news. I avoid it at yeah. all costs. But like, we were like, oh my God, we have to watch it. Like, what? She cut off his finger. So, like, we actually watched part of the trial. Yeah. No, same here. And like you, then you're just like, well, I'm just, you know, it's right here. And it's like, yeah. I can't help but like be a voyeurist dirtbag and like want to watch this. So, yeah. like, I'm, yeah. And then next thing you know, yeah, I'm like watching the fucking trial and being like reading all these people's opinions and stuff and being like, I mean, and I have desperately been trying to find the people that are defending Amber Heard because it's really overwhelmingly siding, everyone's siding with Johnny Depp. But yeah. like, um, yeah, so. She, though, and that's the thing, like, he, I watched his, his testimony, and I thought he did come across as, like, it was annoying how he was stuttering, mm-hmm. and I do think he was, like, waxing poetically, like, a little bit, it was just, like, kind of, like, why are they giving him so much time to, like, mm-hmm. just, like, whatever, it's just, and I was, it just seemed all very narcissistic to me that, like, this was happening, <laughs> I you know, and, and, and really indulgent and, like, mm-hmm. self-indulgent and, like, really stupid. Um, so that's kind of how I felt. And I felt cringy. And I felt like this sucks because, you know, it kind of ruins the movies that I like that he's in, you know? Yeah. But whatever. It doesn't really. I'm still going to like those movies. People can be, like, people can suck. You know, and you can still like their art. I, I mean, care. I still hear Michael Jackson at my work every day yeah. and st- sing along to the songs. <laughs> and um, he was definitely a pedophile. For sure. We, so, yeah, no fucking question. But yeah, back to what you were saying, yeah, honestly, yeah. like, no, like, it, I, I get, like, the domestic violence, how this would be very traumatic for women. But it yeah. also, um, yeah, it just kind of highlights, like, no, men are not more fucked up than women. Women are really not more fucked up than men. Men are stronger than women. Yeah. That's, like, my main concern. But, like, it's the same with, like, black people, white people. Like, all of us at this point are, like, really fucked up. But, like, yeah, there's, like, power issues, like, between men and women and, like, white people and black people. Like, white people just fucking still have more power. Mm-hmm. Men just st- still fucking have more power. Yeah. In general. And but, he's Johnny fucking Depp. Yes. <laughs> but, like, a lot more power uh, we're still all really fucked up. And, like, the other thing is, like, the shit that they were describing, um, if you heard it, like, happened at your neighbor's house down the street, you'd be like, ew, white trash. Like, because these people have money. Like, we're all like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. But, like, no. Like, it's just, like, they're just fucked up people. He's a fucking addict and an alcoholic. Johnny, She's Johnny and very Amber are such white trash names, though. <laughs> I know, right? So Johnny and Amber fits. down the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you know, obviously they both have a lot of issues, like, mentally and in their relationship and it's very very sad and ultimately sad that we're watching it but we're human beings so that's what we do so yeah and to preface that like i was saying i hate talking about amber Heard's testimony because hers is like particularly really disturbing 
and she came across like she was lying because she was like overacting. She was like, yeah. like, and I hate even. I feel like I'm I'm mocking her, but like I, you can't help it, like because of the way she was acting, and also like she was looking like she was crying, but there were no tears. Yeah, which was like bizarre. And she also, her mood, like, she would, like, switch on and off at the drop of a hat. Yeah. She just came across really bad on, yeah. on the stand. And you're, like, she, you, you think she's, it's, like, seems like she's lying. Yeah, but uh, the way I mean, that people are, like, prepared for these things, like, it's hard to not look like you're lying. Because, yeah. like, you're so overprepared and, like, you're told, like, don't be overly um dramatic or overly sensitive or cry too much but like also let them see you be upset like you know like a jury's not going to trust you if you're not like showing that you're upset about a situation but like if you're over it just it's like johnny's testimony though as far as the domestic abuse goes was believable versus hers yeah i didn't because well like his because his was kind of like she was smacking me or hitting me or yelling at the door like for hours and he was like doing like the motions like what it was like to like not have her hit him like he was like yeah and she didn't do any of that she just told like the craziest fucking stories where if this was true it's like well it like started off like and and she just seems like she's lying from the very beginning like when she was like i uh didn't really i didn't know anything of johnny depp's movies i wasn't a fan i didn't watch how can you not yeah like you, you weren't alive in the nineties like, and when Ed, Edward Scissorhands and fuck, you know what I mean? All that shit came out. Well, she, and the other thing everyone like said, she was young. I'm like, she's like our age. Yeah. No, she wasn't that young. She was the perfect we, age to love Johnny Depp. In exactly. The yeah. And then there was like an article that somebody brought up like after she said that, um, that she like, there was an article, a friend of hers from high school was like, she had Johnny Depp posters all over her room. Of course like, she did. Blah, blah. So did we all. So yeah. I mean. He's hot as shit. Yeah. He and was. And popular. And popular. Oh, gorgeous. So gorgeous. Yeah, so, I know. Even as an Edward Scissorhands, weirdo Edward Scissorhands, he was yeah, so he's still hot. Yeah, he was still hot as Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. yeah. And he's still hot now. Like, uh, not as know. hot. No, he's still, I mean, for his age, I think he is. Um, but he was gorgeous. He dresses like a Hot Topic reject, though, or something. Does he? I, yeah. I, I, I'm, like, would, he is still, he's still a handsome man. Absolutely. But, like. For instance, I was actually thinking, I was like, you know how I have my Kevin Costner crush from when I was, like, 12? I forgot, yes. Kevin Costner, I'd still, I'd still let him hit yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, like, 60-something. He looks good for his age. Good for him. And even in Yellowstone, he has um, a romantic partner who's, like, 45, and he's, like, yeah, 60-something. It's not even, like, you're still all old now. I feel like over, over 40, everybody's just old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, like, you know... At the same time, you're like it's it's believable. Like you know, I I still think I think he's aged very well. I think Johnny Depp is not aging well. He needs to Correct. like quit smoking. Yeah, he needs to like uh, stop relapsing. Yeah, he yeah. I think like you know, and and but he's not so far gone. He's not so far gone. Um, I'd still let Johnny hit it. It's fine. Um, not no, that's no because he's a wife beater, so no, I wouldn't let him hit. Yeah, um, <laughs> you'd let him no, hit just it. Just um, but so with. Amber, though, um, her testimony, it just, I just feel so bad. It really did come off like she was lying. And, like, the things that she said were, like, um, yeah, starting off. So there was that. Then the first fight that they had where he hid her from her testimony is she was asking him about the Why No Forever tattoo. 
And she didn't know what that tattoo was. I didn't know he had one that said that. Okay, so, all right, fine. All right, then that's believable. Because part of me was kind of like, how do you not know about the Wino Forever tattoo? Well, tell me about it. What's the story? Well, like, so, and this is like, I mean, I guess I'm I'm a giant up fan, so I would know. But I, I really thought this was like a common story of a celebrity that everybody knew. But you know how Winona Ryder and Johnny Depp were an item. Yes. During the whole Edward Scissorhand days. Yes. And they were together for like such a hot couple. I know. Oh my god, I I would have a threesome with those two for sure. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. Um, Still now today, I would. Yeah, she's aged wonderfully. Yeah, she's beautiful still. Yeah, she's aged really well. Um, Anyway, so love Winona Ryder. She's awesome. Uh, And then, but anyway, so then she, they broke up. But like he, when they were together, he got a heart with like a, you know. Flag label. Oh, Winona. Winona Actually, forever. I did know this. Yeah, Winona forever. <laughs> and then they broke up, and he changed it to Wino forever. Which what is an like, asshole! But that's so funny. Yeah, it was like it's funny, but whatever. I don't know. So she was like, didn't know anything about this tattoo, which I was kind of like, how do you not fucking know about this tattoo? All right, whatever, fine. And also, my thing is, is like, you can act like. Amber Heard, you can act like you're above it or some shit, but if you're an actress and that's what you want to do for a living, don't you think you would know about all these movies? Don't you think you would yeah. know about all these actors? And, like, you would be know about this culture because you that's what you want to do. Yes. Like, so you would know about all this shit. No, she was probably directed to say she didn't know and didn't know about Johnny Depp and blah, blah, blah. Um, <clears throat> by yeah. her lawyers. By her lawyer. Yeah, probably. I mean... And, but that's the thing. I'm like, you're supposed to not lie on the stand. I don't think that this shit. But everyone's lying on the stand. So, like, so she was, like, saying she didn't know about the tattoo. So, she, she was like, what's this tattoo? And then he, um, she laughs. She's laughing at the tattoo. And he slaps her. And she goes, I thought it was, she was like, when he, he slapped me. He slapped me. And I thought it was, like, I was like, is this really happening? Did he just really slap me? Is this a joke? Like, is he kidding? Like, ha ha. So I just start laughing more because I think it's like a joke. And then he slaps me again. And he says, you think it's funny, bitch? <laughs> this is not fucking funny. But it, I, I can't. Dude, I'm kind of it's laughing. over the top. Well, the whole thing with the fingers Wait, over why? the top. They were crazy together. Crazy. Yeah. They fucking fucked each other up. Like, that's their relationship. Well, she's also saying he cut his own finger. Like, he oh. did that. Like, it was self-inflicted. Gotcha. So that's, like, and, and you know what? Part of me thinks, I think he is pretty fucking crazy. He probably could have done it himself. Yeah, yeah he I, was writing in blood with his, yeah. that's what he said in his testimony. He was yeah. like, she threw the bottle at me, just happened to hit me at the right angle to cut off the tip of my finger. And then yeah. I started writing on the walls in my blood. Yeah. So I definitely think, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. 100% believe him and think he could have chopped his finger off. Because the other thing, he was on this, like, coked up, like, drunken binge for like three days apparently he didn't sleep and all this shit um and then whatever so then then he he slaps her a third time and she like falls on the floor and whatever so that's the first thing that happened but she was like i i know i should have left him but you know i really didn't i loved him i didn't want to leave blah blah you know um you can't really like say i mean this happens with domestic abuse people They don't leave. No, you know, they don't leave. It's a trauma thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like And their parents like like probably like in their family there was things that happened that like they don't even know how 
fucked up it is. Like you said, like in her brain told her like, ha ha like that's, if you were watching that happen and some lady got smacked by her boyfriend and started laughing fucking harder, you'd be like, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. But shit like that happens because yeah, like when you're in those situations, you're crazy. Yeah. It makes you crazy. But, um, the other fucked up things like out of the testimony from her was, so he raped her with a bottle. Ew. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. So that was one. Um, that I was just like, what the fuck? Um, I don't even, yeah. And, and you're always, you're trying to keep track of these fights because there, there's like these epic fights that are centered around the trial. There was like, the last one was in Australia. There's like an airplane fight that happened. That was really bad. Tokyo. I don't know. So you're just trying to keep track of like, and I, I think the bottle raping happened in Australia. That was like. And, um, did he tie her down? I don't even understand how he, I don't know. I don't know. He was like in a psychotic rage. He, he ripped off her nightgown. She was wearing a nightgown. She ripped off her nightgown and threw on like a ping pong table or some table or some shit and, and broke the table or I don't broke the table. The table broke, but somewhere in between that time he raped her with a bottle. People do freeze in those situations. So yeah, I shouldn't have even said, "Did he tie her down?" Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I th- and well, the way she talked about it was like, yeah, it it did seem like she didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. Um, and what was the other one? Oh yeah, and then there was a he did a cavity search on her once because he was looking for his cocaine and he thought that she shoved it up her vagina. Hmm. So he that's where I would put it. Yeah, so he, like, <laughs> went up her vagina and, like, was looking for his cocaine. So well, it was it's his other... cocaine. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, so all of these instances, you're just like, wow. Um, and he, like, kicked her in the back. Um, she, there are pictures, like, so the, this bottle raping and, like, the broken glass on the floor and all this shit, like, this fight, like, seems really epic, but, like, there's, like, no pictures of her injuries. So that's, it's kind of, like, to me, sorry, but it's not believable because there's no pictures. There's yeah. no doctors, like, yeah. testifying to back this up. I mean, I saw people say that there were, there are doctors that backed it up. I read this somewhere on Twitter, on Reddit. There were doctors that backed it up because if there weren't, she wouldn't even be able to testify it. Gotcha. So I don't know, but I don't true. know if that's true. That's just some rando on Reddit. Said yeah, that. no, I don't, I don't think that's a fact. Yeah, no. like so. But yeah, it's just not that credible if you don't have a picture. Or like, it's, yeah, picture um, didn't happen. But I mean, he does. He has like he has yeah. like a cigarette burn on his cheek. His fingers chopped off. Like, um, you know, he looks pretty rough. There's like there are pictures of him with like a black eye. Um, she has some pictures, like, of a black guy, but it's, like, really light. It doesn't, like, it looks like it could have been, like, it doesn't look convincing. Um, there's one, there's a bruise on her arm, and I'm like, that's kind of believable, because, you know, honestly, the way he was talking about their fights, he would, like, take her by the arms to keep her from hitting him. Yeah. So, like, that's, you know, believable. And there was like a headbutting incident, and but she said he headbutted her like that. And the way he talked about it, it, it the headbutting incident was that she like 
went like he was behind her oh. and she like went like that mm-hmm. and like or whatever and they headbutted each other like it wasn't like he headbutted her it was like it was she was like a tornado of like rage and their heads did butt each other yeah like, they, like hit heads yeah yeah and like which one does sound more believable I mean, I, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, what sounds more believable? He sounds yeah. more believable. Yeah, but at the same time, who the fuck knows? Because I feel like the type of person who would grab you and headbutt you would also make up that story and prevent yeah. him from taking pictures and like do a bunch of shit. You know, yeah, like, yeah it's really difficult and it's frustrating because it, since they have fame and money now, they're like in this court trial. Whereas, like when this shit happens, normally, like no, like they break up and then the guy ends up shooting her or something. There was also cops though that came. Like, to, which she called the police once, and was like, whatever, and they didn't think anything happened to her. They were like, and the police testified. They were like, she didn't have any Mm. marks or bruises on her, and she didn't seem like a victim of domestic abuse, and they laughed. Yeah. So, like, there was then these cops' testimonies, and like, yeah, I don't know. It's, and there's like pictures where... She says this this violent thing happened the night before, and then she's on a TV show, like, yeah. and she doesn't have any marks on her. But she said like the night before this like crazy thing happened, and then like the next day there's like she says it's makeup, but it's kind of like hard to cover. Yeah, I don't. I mean, yeah. There's just like all this back and forth. But at the end of the day, I who did her makeup? Who's the makeup artist? Like. She did her own makeup. Uh. Oh, and that was, like, another thing. Like, she used a certain palette of makeup that she brought, like, put into evidence, like, just certain kind of makeup she used. And then, then the makeup company came out and were like, we didn't make this brand till like, 2017. Oh. So, like, she couldn't have used it. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> Weird. But, um, yeah. It's it's been whatever. So and basically he's suing her because she wrote this op ed that was published in two thousand eighteen mm. and he said that this op ed was like the nail in the coffin that made Disney fire him from pirates. Gotcha. And so he lost like twenty two million dollars from mm. from that and he's suing her for damages. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't know what the like whole basis of the trial even was. Yeah, I mean but, um, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, uh, I can't imagine being a jury on this. No. Like, no. how would you, like, part of me, I don't know. Yeah, it's really difficult. Um, yeah, I don't fucking know. And, like, probably it had to do with both of them and their relationship. But, um, yeah, you don't know because obviously one of them, I don't know. I don't know. I, it kind of sounds like they both had problems and probably like a lot of money and a lot of time. And like you said, he would be like gone a lot and like, you know, um, but it doesn't make any of it. Okay. Like they yeah. abused each other is what it sounds like. You would be really into the psychologist, um, testimonies. Yeah. Cause maybe like that. there, and there, and there's two psychologists, one on her side, one mm-hmm. on his side. And of course his side, they, you know, she was evaluated and she's like, you know, says that she has borderline personality disorder and yeah, that she, and also she, that she doesn't exhibit, um, PTSD from domestic violence. Like she was like, she doesn't come across as someone who is a victim of domestic Mm -hmm. violence. Um, and yeah. And she also said she has histrionic personality Mm -hmm. disorder. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah, so, and then of course her doctor on her side was like, uh, you know, she is a victim of domestic abuse yeah. and well, yeah. So though, I just feel like the, the, uh, psychiatrist on the Johnny Depp side seemed to make a lot more sense. Like just because the way she talked about it very mathematically, like, like, we have these graphs, we have the scale system, this is how we measure it, this is, like, whatever, and these were my findings from interviewing her. Yeah. Like, so, that was kind of more believable, whereas the woman, like, testifying the other side, it was just seemed like, I don't know, it wasn't very um, unbiased sounding. On his, on his side? Was on, her, on her side. Oh, okay. It wasn't very unbiased sounding. She kept on using pronouns, like... Like, he's the abuser, and she's the victim. Mm -hmm. Like, and she was, like, yeah, so she was, like, mixing, like, using pronouns to, like, I don't know. It was just, it just seemed very biased. Mm -hmm. um, like, when she, she wasn't talking about Amber Heard or Johnny Depp when talking about the abuser and the victim, right? She wasn't specifically talking about them. She but was whenever she examples? Yeah, but whenever okay. she said or referenced abuser, she used the he pronoun. Oh. And whenever she referenced the victim, she used the she oh, pronoun. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. So, so Always true. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people were saying her like testimony was like gender bias and like... Yeah. Well, um, and like the, that's also a thing. I mean, it's like a thing that like uh, let's say, like, a narcissist man who's, like, fucking, like, got a drinking problem and is abusive and blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a thing that, like, they tend to end up in relationships with women that are, like, borderline. Or, you know, obviously, mm -hmm. like, the opposite can happen. Like, she can be, like, narcissist, he can be borderline. Like, yeah. Can, but it tends to be that the male falls into, like, the narcissistic personality. Yeah. Women borderline or histrionic which i feel like histrionic gets talked about less what is histrionic i can't like it's been a long time since i like read about this stuff it's another so you have like the cluster b personality disorders which are narcissism um borderline personality disorder histrionic personality disorder and then there's another one too but i i believe the difference with like histrionic is there's like a little bit more of like um like that like it's like female, like the like you would like think of the emotions as being female. Like there's like a lot of like sexuality, like maybe more than a borderline. And I'm gonna probably make myself sound stupid if I keep talking about this without like actually looking it up. But I just know that all of those are cluster B personality disorders. So they have like certain things in common, but like they're distinct from each other um, in specific ways. Mm -hmm. um, but like it tends to be, they tend to be people who have trouble. Uh, like unstable patterns of relationships um trouble like relating to other people they can like get abusive um and stuff like that so it like really fucks up with like your ability to have relationships and it can go back to like early childhood stuff that like causes those things a lot of kids that were like abused and stuff end up with like borderline or narcissistic personalities like yeah and well and her dad was an alcoholic and hit her yeah i mean and, but like, and then, but Johnny Depp also had an abusive mom. It makes sense that he would also have a personality disorder and, and yeah. addiction issues. I mean, that's the thing is like, you can, um, yeah, it's not like they're bad people. They're just like very unhealthy people. Well, and I think, but I, and also people were like, but 
with his exes come forward and like he's such a sweet and gentle guy and none of them had any experience close to what they're hearing about this relationship which is like yeah you're like that is odd yeah but at the same time though not every relationship you're in is the same absolutely and it sounds like they're working these like childhood traumas out and they were drawn to each other Mm -hmm. possibly for this reason yep and i've had relationships like yeah, me too. I've had, like, tumultuous relationships. Like, like for me, like, listening to them argue, because um, there's a lot of recordings in court and stuff like that, and also, like, hearing both their sides of the stories and stuff like that, um, really brought up, like, is bringing up an ex-relationship I've had. Mm-hmm. We won't name any names on right. there. We'll save that for the Patreon yeah. episode. I had one that reminds me of this, too. Yeah, okay. We're, we should talk about that. Yeah. Like, so with mine, like, it... It's a, like, I understand the anger that they have towards each other because, yeah. th- like, it's a type of anger. Like, for instance, I do not have this kind of anger with um, my husband now. Thus, I don't have, like, right. Same it's with not, Kyle, yeah. yeah, like, it's, it's not, like not there. there. But it's a person that is able, they just know your buttons to push. Mm-hmm. And they and, push them. And they push them. And, like, uh, and they do it on purpose. And, like, then you end up having, and then you get into this cycle fight mm-hmm. because you hate each other. Yeah, you, you actually each other. Yeah. really hate each other. Yeah. And, like, listening to their fights, it's, like, this cycle is so frustrating. Like, because I, I understand that frustrating feeling. Mm-hmm. But you're still, like, so drawn to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, a sick, it's fucked up. But, like, and, and the breakup is going to be bad. Like, I feel like because there's yeah. no... Because you also, people who are this abusive to each other, I think, become codependent to each other. Yes. They, like, and it's, like, a sick, fucked up codependency. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, you just, like, can't get out of it. It's a cycle of a fight. But um, the one thing that I, like, with their relationship, like, that with whatever Johnny Depp being the abuser, like, is that he, uh, I think an abusive person tries to isolate um, the person they're trying to abuse yes. they try to cut off yeah. their ties and stuff and I just don't see I see her trying to do that with him more mm-hmm. so than him doing that with her because for instance he like put up her friends and family and like they lived in houses yeah. like with them like gotcha. and around them and whatever like whereas she like a lot of their fights will be like you're going to this party when I, you know, I need you to be here with me, and we, and like, I've seen like a lot of their fights would be like him turning away attention from her. Yeah, which I'm saying, which I, made her fucking crazy. Yeah, it made her fucking crazy, which well, I understand because they didn't get a lot of time together and stuff yeah. like that. But it that that comes off as more controlling, mm. like, and and I've been in that situation where it's like you don't notice it really at first, but like what what it is is you get <clears throat> you get back from a party. And the person digs into you. They go, you said all this stupid stuff at the party. You said this, this, this. It's so embarrassing being around you. They put you, they say the nastiest shit to you and Mm. put you down. And it makes you feel like you can't go to a party anymore. You don't even know who you are. You start questioning, like, what is your personality even anymore? Because they, like, put you down to this, like, point. And, and, like, this happened to me. Like, and it's so, like, I, after I got out of this relationship, I was, like, couldn't go to parties. I had like social anxiety because yeah. I was like, Aww. 
thinking of like all the shit they would say that I say at parties and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes sense that you wouldn't want to go to a fucking party. Yeah, um, and it was all like because, it's their opinion, like, and, and they speak it as a fact. Yeah, and yeah. it's also like yeah, and it distorts your re- they distort your reality. Gaslighting. Yeah, they distort your reality. There's a lot of gaslighting going on. Um, like I remember this one. Like they were like, um, the person was like. Oh, you used this word. I had like a studio visit and I, I used the this word dichotomy. And they were like, you didn't use that word right. They didn't say it then, obviously, the people out there like, you're so stupid. Like, you sound so stupid talking about your work. And like, you said this word wrong. You used it wrong. And I was like, I had a dictionary and like, um, well, I, I didn't have it right then. It was like, like they just dug into me and did that. And it was really upsetting. And we got into this huge fight. And then I later, like, got a dictionary. This was before Google and iPhones and shit. And I um, ha- looked up the word, and I had the dictionary, and I said, look, oh, look, it's the word dichotomy, and this is what it means, and I used it correctly. And they were like, what are you talking about? Oh, my God. That is, like, a, out of a I movie never, gaslighting shit. Yeah. I never – we never – had this conversation even like they were like it the conversation never even happened like what are you talking about wow. i'm like dude how could i remember the word fucking dichotomy to this point where i'm like looking it up and showing it to you in a book and you're telling me you don't even remember or like this never happened it made me fucking crazy well beth and the thing is too back then because i feel like i know the time frame you're talking about mm-hmm. um that was not a thing that people t- like people talk about this now like gaslighting and like um, dysfunctional relationships and like yeah. all that stuff and like what you're saying is like a very textbook thing of gaslighting yeah but we didn't talk about that shit then no i just learned about this stuff in the last five years no i mean that was my first experience and like this was my first love like my first intense relationship yeah. too and like that so there was like shit like that and like the whole and i realized later the parties thing is like really just um making it so i wouldn't go to parties yeah and then there was, um, they, they slowly but surely, I, none of my friends were to their liking. And if um, I would hang out with my friends, if I was hanging out with them, it would turn into a fight. That was so textbook. Yeah. And so I, like, stopped hanging out with people because, like, it would just turn into a fight. Mm-hmm. So, like, and then also my family. And then eventually it was my family, yeah. which was easy because yeah my family's fucked up you know but they would be like you do this because of your dad you do this because of your mom and so like I talked to them less and less and even my brother Tom who was out there like I talked yeah. to him less and less because they hated each other yeah and like I before the end at the end of this relationship I was I was finally too like to end the relationship I like like fucking moved like you have to like you like, have, yeah, you have to like you can't yeah. You have to cut ties yeah, completely. Yeah, completely. No, because they'll get it. It's like they're already in your head. The person's oh, in your head stay. and you hear their fucking voice in your head. Yeah. But, like, also, it's, like, it just makes it that much easier. Like, once you talk to them, it, like, fucks up. Like, your it, like, does something, like, with your brain. Like, yeah. it, it makes you, like, go back to that. Like, even if you've had, like, time to recover. And we would get so angry with each other that our fights did get physical. Yeah. Like, I and, mean, I, that's, yes. That and I wouldn't say yeah. that they they hit me and I don't even think like I really hit them but it would be like a tackle it would be like yeah sometimes I would just fucking lose it like pushing shoving yeah yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. and but I, yeah then they, they can't ever be like oh like they can be like I never hit you yeah so but I'm just saying 
this whole Amber and Johnny shit is really triggering me to this past experience. And I think the same thing happened with them. And I think she fucking is the person who is like pushing him to flip out. Yeah. It sounds like a dance they were doing together. Yeah. And like, um, just because just listening to the way she talks about him and the things like she like puts him down, like really like, um, calls him like a fat old man and his tired career and like, you know, makes fun of him and stuff. And like, and he did name calling too. So, I mean, I can't really, whatever, but it definitely, from the recordings, it sounds like she's the instigator. Gotcha. And, like, um, and this is what it's like to be in a toxic, controlling relationship. And it's a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's like being in hell. Mm-hmm. Turns you into a different person. Yeah. Changes and, your brain. I mean, I remember this one point, like, I saw this person again, like, after we broke up. It was, like, a year after we broke up. And they were like, you know, if you didn't leave, we'd still be together. That's called hoovering. Hoovering? Yeah, after they lose you, like you, like discard you or whatever, they they're nice to you to try to get you back, or like make you miss the relationship so they can get control over you. Well, they were all, they were in another relationship already. This person's not. They don't care, obviously. But like, and I just, but I I remember them saying that and just being like so disturbed. I'm like, were you there in this relationship? Like, we would have killed each other. Yeah. Eventually, like it was bad it was like to the person it was really really bad like you know violent it was violent it was yeah I you want to live like that I did not want to live like that and I knew that and I like you know was like done like but but even like that's good that you had that presence of mind because not everyone does um and yeah and I came out of that relationship feeling like a different I was a completely different person yeah. I changed so much. Like, I lost so much of my personality. It's crazy. It's like, I understand, like, um, well, it's like the female version is a succubus. I understand, or and the male version is an incubus. So, like, mm-hmm. I understand the after effects or why there's a demon called an incubus that, like, sucks your soul. Yeah. And what it feels like to have, like, a demon like that, like, in your life. And I've dealt with, I've been through breakups with women, even though it's not romantic. Uh-huh. Where yeah. it's the same yep. fucking thing. Same. Like somebody who like sucks your fucking soul. Same. Yeah. Yep. Let me read You're you. You're looking at me a little too hard. Is that you? No, but I. Are you saying same bitch like I've been trying to. Yeah, I've been trying to break up with you. No, you know who I'm talking about. I'm sure that you do. Yeah. Um, so histrionic personality disorder. That, like think like hysterical, hysterectomy. So like that's why it's like associated with women. Okay. That's why it came into my head. Um, this is just, this is from the Mayo Clinic. Um, of course now my phone's not fucking going. So this is just like a blurb, require, whatever. A person with histrionic personality disorder seeks attention, talks dramatically with strong opinions, is easily influenced, has rapidly changing emotions, and thinks relationships are closer than they are. So I don't understand the difference between that and borderline. Mental health condition marked by intense, unstable emotion and the door, a distorted self-image. Like, I thought that's what borderline was. So, yeah, I guess there's, like, subtle differences between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and all, the cluster B personality disorders are... Um, oh, borderline, histrionic, narcissistic, and antisocial. 
those wow. four personality disorders. So like they're all kind of similar, but they have their own, um, you know, obviously individual differences. Yeah. But so, like these relationships are mm-hmm. like two people with cluster B personality disorders, like just start to like get sucked into it together and it becomes very, very toxic and violent sometimes. Yeah. Like that's when you hear of obviously people killing people. Like, Yeah. I mean, well, I was listening to like one fight. Um, there's like a recording on YouTube that's from the trial and Johnny Depp saying that like, we need to separate, like it's going to become a crime scene. Like yeah. he was like, and he said, we'll kill each other. Yeah. And he said, and I'm not saying figuratively, I'm yeah. afraid yeah. that we're going to kill each other. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's like really fucked. Yeah. That's fucked. It's time to call it quits. If you've gotten to a point in that your yeah. fucking relationship. Like that you're afraid that that might happen. Like, yeah. That's you've lost that up. much fucking control. Yeah. That you're afraid that like, oops. Yeah. And, um, you know, I never got to that point in my relationship, but mm-hmm. we we didn't get married and I cut it off, like, yeah. you know, before. Um, and, and then, yeah, and then I wasn't in a relationship for, like, six years, five, six years. Yeah, well, that's good. After you that. really worked on yourself. Oh, yeah, like, I did. I, really, like, I after this relationship, yeah. I went to, I went to fucking therapy. Yes, you did. I was, like, you know, just working on myself, you know, and definitely, like, I was, like, lonely and wanted a boyfriend, but I just really, no one would really interest me, and I wasn't going to, like, mm-hmm. dive into a relationship if I was not really interested in anyone, and, yeah, and then I met Gus, and, yeah, you know, obviously Gus and I aren't the, like, most perfect couple, but by leaps and bounds, like, yeah, we have a good relationship, so, yeah, um, I, yeah, whatever. But what was the relationship? What was your experience? Because you had... Mine was, like, um, at, like, the end of, like, my, basically, like, active addiction. Um, And I was in a relationship with someone who was also addicted. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had had some, like, traumatic things happen in my life that had gotten me to the point, like, along with my addiction, where I just had, like, kind of given up. Not kind of given up on myself. Like, I'd given up on my life, given up on myself. Mm -hmm. couldn't like handle basically anything and I was like very deep in addiction and it's like the person that I was then it's just like I feel ashamed and also like bad for that person who I was you know Mm -hmm. um and I also feel like now I'm like I I see that this other person was also very sick um but there was just like a lot of um it was a lot of like the same thing emotional volatility instability um our whole lives revolved around like where's like drugs and alcohol to like make our and now I recognize that it was like to make these feelings that we had go away both of us like and it was like other like we were fucked up from other shit before um and um this person though like was definitely an abuser like I've been in relationships that were like unstable or like where we fought or like that were unhealthy. Like yeah. in my earlier life, there was like a lot of that because I hadn't started to work on myself yet the way that I have at this point. Right. Mm-hmm. But like this particular person was um, like, it was like an incredibly sick relationship. Like this person wasn't, it's not like they were getting home and like beating me every night, but like there was like a lot of mind fucking and like I also didn't 
I like just didn't see a way out of it. I was like way too depressed, way too far gone with drugs and alcohol. And like, um, this person would also provide harder drugs than I had used in the past, like on a regular basis. So I became addicted to things that were like worse, Mm -hmm. you could say. Um, and I mean, yeah, like there was, we both like and it was like we would get in these fights where like the rage was like so strong that we would push each other shove each other I got thrown into walls I got punched in the face once the only time in my life I ever got punched in the fucking face Mm. um well I hit you once oh yeah I forgot that was a little different that was like a little bit different Sorry. Um, no, this was like. See, I'm I'm an abusive person. This well, I mean, me and you both. That was in college, so yeah. obviously, me and you both had our issues, and that's where you're saying like f- relationships with females as well. And like, no, yeah. you were not the person I was talking about. But like, yes, there was volatility early on in our friendship as well because yeah. it's like the same stuff coming out, and it's like what it is is their coping mechanisms, and like I feel like this is not like it, it happens. In, I think and it is I come societal. from a, a violent background. You do. Yeah. Like, I think so. I don't. Yeah. Um, I think it is a societal problem. Like, I think maybe most people have some of the, you know, like, and like you were talking about earlier, like, how can anyone, like, raise a family and raise a child to, like, have secure attachment when they're, like, constantly concerned about money, constantly mm-hmm. stressed out? And Gabor Matei talks about how when, like, the mom of a little, little baby is stressed out, it, like, goes onto the baby. And, like, then you can, like, grow up and, like, be fucked up like this, like, we're talking about. And it's not because, like, your parents are bad people. It could be because, like, the environment was very stressful or maybe your mom had postpartum depression or, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it could be so many things. Like, maybe your parents stayed together when they should have split up. Maybe they split up and that fucked you up. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, um, you know, that your parents were, like, necessarily doing horrible things on purpose. But, like, then it sets you up in your later relationships because you learn maladaptive coping mechanisms. And until you start to, like, work on that and see those things and, like, take care of yourself living it through your partner. Yes, like, you act out these things. And, like, you'll find the very perfect person who will bring it out in you. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, a psychological thing where it's just, like, under the surface and it, like, bubbles up. And um, it's, like, I mean, I know what that rage feels like. Yeah. You know, like I know. And, and it's just, you know, it could be stuff that happened to you at school when you were a kid. It could be like any number of things and like shit happens to all of us. And like, we're, I'm sure all a little bit maladaptive. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you bring drugs and alcohol into the mix and that like turns oh, up yeah. the vibe. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and then it's like, if you have like two people. And if really... you're, I think with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard is they just have unlimited, unlimited amount of money. Yes. To throw at the drugs and the alcohol. Yeah, so shit gets, like, real weird. And it, like, it can, lasts longer. And, like, and you're surrounded you by people who don't really now. care. Yeah. Like, you're surrounded by people who are all employed by you. Yeah, or, like, just want your money or yeah. just want your fame. And, like, they're all trying to get something from you. And the thing is, like, that shit fucks, up, fucks people up. Mm-hmm. Because, like, then you can't trust anyone. And if you are already, like, maybe things happen in your childhood that, like, made you have, like, core issues with trust, and then as an adult, like, you truly can't trust anyone, but then, like, you're also making that worse yourself, because, like, you expect to not trust people, so you might pick people you can't trust, and, like, self-fulfilling prophecies occur, and stuff like that, so it's, like, until you, like, can get help for it, you're gonna continue to act out in these ways, and, like, honestly, these are not bad people, it's just, like, they're sick people. Yeah. Um... But I will say the one thing with the Amber Heard thing, though, is I hope she's not lying. 
I know. If she's lying, this is all, like, really fucked up of her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, of how many women struggle to be believed. Yeah. And we're reliving it right now. Like, she's not being believed. Like, this yeah. is, like, yeah. you know, and, and people who are, like, genuinely questioned are called misogynist because they're, like, you know, they're kind of, like, Johnny Depp actually seems more, like, actually, he doesn't seem more believable, but, like, she does not seem believable. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, like, uh, yeah, I don't really believe Johnny Depp either, but I, but her stories are also just really outlandish where you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, and it makes, it's like, and it, and I just think a person that would lie like that mm. about domestic abuse at such is, is a really fucking fucked up person. I mean, like, absolutely. And, um, but it's like, not to sound too much of like, oh, like, but but people are just good at heart. Um, but like, again, it's like, you can look at it from like, what's the perspective of like a sick person. And like, sometimes people can't really deal with the shit that they've done and they go into denial and they believe their own lies. And like, you know, it's like, hopefully if that's the case and she's lying, like hopefully like she'll get help and like come out and like set the truth straight and be able to like accept what she did and like deal with her own shit. Um, but I don't know. I feel like to me, it just sounds like they both are sick. Mm-hmm. and a lot of very fucked up things happen in their relationship and I agree I think the fame and the money made it like so that they could just get away with continuing to do all this shit like and no one saw it because they're rich and they're famous and yeah. it's Johnny Depp and then you know it's just it's it's sad um, and, and it's I not that like, no it's not like oh both people are wrong like there's blah 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 like you, no I, I just think like they're both sick but um Back to this relationship of yours. So, like, if there is an instance something happened, like, would you have, like, marks? No. Was there evidence? No. Yeah. So Well, like, that's the other thing I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah, like, the time I got punched in the face. Yeah. My tooth is still loose in the front. Yeah. But nothing, there was no bruising. There was, like, my tooth wasn't knocked out. It wasn't broken. Like, yeah. none of that shit happened. But, yeah, like, I got straight up punched in the face. But you know what? I was screaming in this person's face and shoving them. Yeah. You know, so, and we're both wasted and probably yeah, you, had been wasted for well, days. If you had to take a picture of that, though, you wouldn't no, have No, no one would have believed yeah, shit. And exactly. Plus, and so the like, other thing is I was an addict and, I, and an alcoholic. And, like, it is very fucking easy to discredit a person like that. Like, that's yeah. the other part of this. It's mm-hmm. easy for her to discredit Johnny Depp because like, he's the he's the addict. Like, yeah. oh, like oh, yeah. so, like, it would be very easy for her to do it. definitely using that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, and that's again. But on her side, she could have she he, he could be hitting her, and she wouldn't have like a solid a picture. She could totally. He like, could be hitting yeah. her, shoving her, throwing her into walls, hitting mm-hmm. her in the head, hitting her in the stomach. There's plenty of ways that you can hurt a person without leaving any marks. Yeah. And there's also the psychological ways, like that's like the biggest. Yeah. Um, but I think like the biggest thing for me ultimately was like at the time like. I believed everything that was happening that was bad. Like I was responsible for all of it. And then like I was in very deep denial until months, months. So after how the did you do ended. the breakup? Like how did the break? Well, mine was, I went into recovery. So really we it kind of didn't, it, it just kind of like, there was like a bunch of fights for like a couple months um, over it, like, especially money because this person um, took advantage of me monetarily. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I mean, that's genuinely true. Um, and told me that they were going to pay me back because they were going to get money from somewhere and they didn't. And with that actually for me to even say this, especially on a podcast, like 
is really difficult because that was like the, actually like the most embarrassing part for me. Like all the violence, like all the other shit, drugs, yeah. alcohol. That's not like the most embarrassing thing. It was like getting taken advantage of for that much money. Yeah. Um, and then no, no one listens. So to the I know. Podcast, yeah, so sure, we're fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I and and the like feeling stupid afterwards, like after you know, I started to be in recovery for my alcoholism and. Um, you know, having a sponsor and going to therapy and like doing all these things. Like there was, it was so fucking crazy. Like I really didn't know at the time, like I knew, but I didn't know that I had been in an abusive relationship. I would have never called it that. Um, I didn't call it that till much later. Yeah. Same. I didn't think of it like that either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's like, and there's all kinds of ways that people abuse each other, especially actually in like relationships. You helped me see that relationship really for what it was. Cause when I remember when I like moved, I moved back to Philly and we lived together and I was telling you everything and, and you were just like, yeah, like, or, and we were talking on the phone still and you were like, he still has trying to have a hold on you. Yeah, like, I, I he's actually still trying that. to control you. Yeah, he was. Even, he was. Yeah. Even though, like, this is it's a it's over. It's over. Like, why are they still and like, um, like that was like one of the first times I'm like, yeah, he was trying to control me the whole time. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's like you don't it's like you, you think that's love like someone yeah. wants you someone wants you right. there someone wants to know where you are all the time someone yeah. cares what you're doing someone cares what you're thinking someone cares like you know it's like oh well he's embarrassed of me at the party that means like he really it, in a sense it's like in, it, it feels like they care about you because it's like you're one right yeah. so and like this like lack of boundaries between the two of you and that's mm-hmm. like the other thing it's like even now it's like <clears throat> I'm like working on boundaries you know everybody's working on boundaries mm-hmm but that's definitely a part of it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, not understanding how to set healthy boundaries, which I think that is our whole society and we're set up for that. Yeah. Yes, especially as women, but it happens to everybody, men too. Um, what about, have you, because like, so I've only had two relationships and so I haven't been through like a lot of breakups, mm-hmm. but you're a little cum slut and you've, had a lot of breakups. Well, I had a pattern. I had a pattern of what are some unstable of... relationships. And yeah. my thing um, in every single one, actually, no matter what, how the relationship played out, I was always the one that left because I had to leave first. Like, and that, that's like, a, you know, a thing with like um, unhealthy relationship patterns. Um, you know, like you might, like some people might like hang on to relationships for like a longer time. And some people might yeah. like, I think I'm like very, very avoidant. Um, so like I would like, if you would like, there would be a problem starting. There was a cycle. And yeah. like, so it's like, I would be out of a relationship. Then I needed a relationship. Then I would be in the relationship. We get close really fast. Um, there was always substance abuse involved. And then, um, yeah, like there would be either like the person, I would get bored with the person. Like some people were like very nice and like very caretaking of me and that would make me push them away. Mm -hmm. Or I don't even like to say it that way. Like, and that would just cause me to have like a reaction where I would like push the person away. Cause I would like, no, not too, like we can't like get too close. Like you're, you're going to consume me. Mm -hmm. Um, Or there was the people that I was that person too, where I was like super codependent, like on them. So I like, they would like reject me and that made me want them more and more and more and more and more. And the more mm-hmm. they rejected me, 
the more I wanted them. But still, I never, I always had this like huge wall of protection where anytime things would get like too close or like anytime I, I guess like my, I was threatened psychologically, but, but like meaning inside myself, I felt like if I felt like I was like probably losing control or if I felt like the person was getting too, um, yeah, it probably is a control thing, honestly, either way. It's like, if you were, if you're like losing, if I was like losing control over the whole thing and I felt like they were going to reject me, then like I would have to reject them first. Or I would feel like they were be like being too consuming of me. And I was like, just like, I would like freak out and have to like break up with the person. But then as soon as I broke up with them, I needed to be in another relationship and start the whole cycle again. It's like another form of addiction. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess for me, yeah, because I've never really done that. Like yeah. my breakup was like, like it was like, it sounds dramatic to say this, but it felt like life or death kind of thing. Like that's not I, dramatic. I had to get out. It like, was life it or was, death for you. Yeah, Just because it, it wasn't yeah. physical doesn't mean it wasn't life or death for you. Yeah. And so it wasn't like, it didn't feel like, um, like losing control or any of the stuff you were just saying. Like, it was just like, this has to happen. And it was self-preservation. Yeah. And then I just never, I never had another relationship. Cause you took the time to yourself to like heal. Like, whereas for me, it was like, I would like move on to like the next cycle. Like I would just mm -hmm. keep moving on. And it took me until my thirties to like, even start to like slow down with it and really start to look at myself because when you're doing, when you've now done all of these things, like in your life, like that are horrible, it's real fucking hard to look at it, you know? Yeah. And it like takes a while to get past the point of just like, how could I have, you know, who, like, I'm such a bad person, you know what I mean? It, like, really well, takes don't a lot you of work. think some of it, though, is, like, you just weren't meant for the person, and that's why the breakup had to happen? Not so much... Yeah, in healthy relationships, yeah. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I've definitely had like, relationships what were that were like? on the healthier side. Yeah. Um, like, what, where, what was the moment where you were, like, we're not compatible, well, and, it, and it wasn't about control? It was just, um, I think that there was an instance in my thirties years ago where, um, I was just, I was in a relationship with someone who was very kind and very nice and, mm -hmm. and lovely person. And, um, that person I did, I knew that I did not want children. I was getting older and I knew this person did. And I knew that they were going to resent me. I stayed with them because I kept hearing not just from him, but from every other motherfucker that wanted to say something. You'll change your mind. You'll change your mind. And like, I, I like, honestly, like it, I, it was like a light bulb went on and I was like, I'm not going to change my mind. Fuck all of this. Like, I was yeah. just like, this is not good. But then like, what? it's like it's like my problems with like relationships and alcohol and all that shit is all like so mixed up together that like then like I got real destabilized for like a while after that happened but mm -hmm. like yeah that's like an example for me of like it was like a good relationship um just like you like everyone has like their issues but like both of us were working on our issues yeah but like also but at the we, end of the day, he wanted kids and you didn't. And that was not That was like compatible. the main thing. But yeah. there was like other things too. I mean, honestly, like, again, very nice person. Um, but like we ultimately like it got into like the, the like being together a year or two. And it was like, we don't really want to do the same things. Like we didn't like really have a lot of the same interests. Like we had yeah. like major core things in common. But it was like after those things, it was not um, just we weren't compatible.
Yeah. We weren't compatible for the long term. And like, we probably would have been better as like just being friends, you know, like the whole time. Yeah. But I think both of us, like at the time, like wanted to date, wanted a relationship, um, and got along very well and, um, had fun together. And like, if we had just been friends, that would have been appropriate and I also tend to do that like with men like I'll go like I'll meet someone I'll be like attracted to them as like a friend and then I think it's like an attraction attraction Mm -hmm. um so like that's like another thing that for me like in general you know it's like you gotta I like have to watch out for that um but you know it's like it's hard to know when you first meet someone and get into a relationship, which is like why like you took like you taking those years in your twenties was like so good to set you up to later have like a better relationship, you know? Yeah. I mean, definitely like when I started my relationship um, with Gus, like I, Oh great. Yeah. He's just getting home. Anyway, I knew what I wanted. Sorry. It's on the podcast. Yeah. It's, I, know. I knew what I wanted mm-hmm. though. See, and, when I and got with I Carl, were, yeah, you I know what you want. Yeah, you know what you want, but you're and but you're also like, you know what you want. You're not going to compromise, and you you're confident. Like, this is what I want, and you know whatever. If that's not where it is, then I can be on my own. Like it's okay. Like yeah. you know you don't feel like there's no compromising. It's just kind of. Yeah, you know you can be by yourself. And yeah, that's not scary. Like the firm, yeah, that that's yeah. Um, People who can't be alone that sets you up. Yeah, but also there was this other thing that they were talking about in the trial, and I've heard this before. I it's I think it's a Zoomer term, but it's called love bombing. Have you heard of this? I yeah, it's not a Zoomer term. It's another term like Hoovering that has to do with dysfunctional relationships, particularly narcissists. But I've never heard of it before. Oh, I until recent. Yeah, when was the first time you heard it? Well, it's, it's ever since people started talking about narcissism, gaslighting, and that stuff. So okay. it's like people talk about hoovering and love bombing. Love bombing so, is part of hoovering. All right. Explain hoovering to me again. And then Think also, of a vacuum cleaner. Like, vac- I'm pulling you in. I'm yeah. a hoover vacuum cleaner. I'm just being so nice to you. I'm pulling you in and yeah. I'm love bombing you. Like, we're so beautiful. You're this and that. Like, okay. it's part of hoovering. And, and then later, these you're going to get treated like shit and abused. Yeah. But then you're going to get hoovered and love bombed again. And your brain gets addicted to that shit like a drug. So, yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Because because you're so scared. You're like, this like, person's going to leave. This yeah. person's going to leave. And then they're like, no, baby, I got you. And you get that feeling, like, warm and fuzzy. Yeah. That was definitely... So, in both their testimonies, like, in the beginning of the relationship really sounded like that. Mm-hmm. But... It sounded like it from both sides. Probably like was. he was giving her like really extravagant gifts mm-hmm. and all this shit, and she know knew like everything about him. Even though she never heard of him before right. and didn't know about his husband. Like yeah. she she knew she uh, I by some magical like way they both read all the same books, had oh. all the same favorite poets. Mm-hmm. She knew everything about blues and like. Uh, music and all these obscure boo-boos so that she knew. So much in common with this famous person you could have found all this about on the internet. I know. I was kind of like, when she was testifying this, like, she was like, it was like amazing because we had all this stuff in common and I was kind of like, yeah, a little too much in common. Yeah. Like a little too on the nose that I was kind of like, it sounds like you studied him before you met him. I mean, this information would be available to her. Well, and she was auditioning for a part and the way she was auditioning for it was to meet with him. So I'm kind of like, if you're an actress who's auditioning for a part and you're meeting with the like 
actor producer of the film i think you would study up on yeah everything you you can about them to like make sure you charm the pants off of them. just like any job interview literally yeah. charm the pants off of them yeah and well and you know there's like this other uh, up and coming thing like ongoing thing that comes up is that like she would she insisted on taking his boots off for him oh. and pouring <laughs> him a glass of wine and like all this kind of shit like I was just kind of like that's really over the top yeah that is and insane. yeah and I and but like I on the flip side he did the same thing yeah. like um but I don't think I ever experienced that I don't think that happened to me. Have you ever had anyone like, well, yeah. I have with yes, a friendship. Yes, I have. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. How many, like, which relationship? I, because I said, like, it's like, like, I would get close to people really fast and, like, fall in love really fast. And, yeah. like, yeah, that's, like, part of it. Like, you feel, because it feels like you have a connection. It feels like you're in love. But, yeah. like, you're, and I'm going to say a word that's going to maybe be taken the wrong way, but you're, like, a little too, like, shallow. And when I say that, I mean, like, you're not – you haven't, like, built up a trust, like, over a couple of years or whatever to get to know each other and then you fall in love. It's, like, you barely know the person and, yeah. and you have feelings and you yeah. have intense feelings and your brain is, like, oh, new daddy or, like, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, like, because you're already, like – your brain – your brain will give you, like – adrenaline and like oxytocin and like all mm -hmm. these chemicals that like act like drugs so like if you for whatever reason were like set up for that in a sense like by you know earlier on in life um i feel like you, the love bombing though that. people that do that definitely have some kind of personality disorder that's i don't think it's something normal no it's do. associated with specifically narcissists that's what i'm saying yeah like, so ever since because like now it's like popular to be like he's a narcissist like because like there's actually narcissistic personality disorder and then there's like narcissistic traits like mm -hmm. that people talk about um but it's like i feel like everyone talks about everybody else like because like he did something selfish so now he's a narcissist do you know what i mean mm -hmm. but yeah like so it goes with like the, the whole conversation about like narcissists narcissistic personality disorder and that's like where you get because there's like a cycle that goes along with it it's like hoovering it's like love bombing then like devaluing the person and discarding them and then you like hoover them to get them back like and that's like the whole like how the cycle works mm -hmm. and that gets the other person addicted basically like psychologically like with like the, their chemicals but like yeah. it has to be a person that was already like probably in some way abused or maybe had had like these cycles of abuse in the past yeah. or whatever the fuck it is that has them set up for it to begin with. Like they're probably codependent. Maybe they're borderline. Maybe they're, you know, whatever it is. I've had, um, girlfriends do the love bombing to me. Yeah. Like that's happened to me where, and, but I usually, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Usually like, um, like I don't like when people try to do me like too many favors and stuff like, or, mm -hmm be overly like whatever i think you know a person i'm talking about the, yeah. per the person i'm talking about i would like what time well i don't even want to ask you what time frame but i've had female friends do like i've had friendships like that too mostly where i feel like they're like where it's like you're drinking all the time and like you're like <laughs> or but like they like people like they like cook for you they want to cook for you they want to they give you like presents You've never had a girlfriend do that to you? Not that, no, not like in that sense, I don't think. But I've had like the getting very close very fast 
What? I'm trying to whisper the person's name to you. I still don't know what you're saying. <laughs> Does that, like, look like... No! Just write it what on your it? fucking phone. <laughs> Shut up! Don't say. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... I think Wait, that's gonna happen Kristen? in any relationship. And I was I... making out. I know you're. Kidding. Oh, okay. Oh, Gus. See, Gus. Of course, my my husband knows who I'm saying because like we have, we're oh. we have we're like the Nell twins. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know that person. Yeah, that person oh, does du- do that shit. Gus just said I'm his mid. Have you heard about the <laughs> midterm? No, what's that? Not the midterm elections. Um, the it, it was like this was like the word of the week on Twitter last week, which means it's probably been around for like years. But um, calling girls mid. What does that mean? Well, you know how you rank a uh, like a person's looks from one to ten. Oh, so if you're so it's like, like a Chad. No, a, well, a Chad would be a would mid. Be like, yeah, he would be like the top of the yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. So like, like a mid so would like be five. five, six. So she's like good at looking enough, but she yeah. still has to like cook dinner for you and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's just funny. I mean, I would describe myself as a mid. I'm definitely. Really? Like, yeah. I think you're, pretty, a, like, I think you're actually six. very physically attractive. No, I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that was, that's, oh, yeah, no, you're actually you're really. Like, and also for your age. Also for your age. You just called me mid. That's how. You just called me mid, so now you're saying, "Are you gaslighting me? Are you <laughs> gaslighting me right now?" He's I'm like, not, "I'm just not going to say I'm anything." Smart think. choice. Don't say anything. Um, no. Uh, yeah. No. So people like I don't. I thought it was pretty funny to like call someone mid, but um, yeah. Uh, the I think the love bombing shit or whatever that's interesting okay to know that it, it, i think it connotates to a person who's trying to control you or like control the relationship for sure it can yes yeah and it can be someone who's like it doesn't have to be someone who's like an abusive narcissist like fucking like codependents who like just like grovel like that's like also like a form of like needing to control people mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and they might not be like hitting you and telling you you can't go out but like they might put shit in your bed if you're gone for too long Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, also, the shit in the bed was, like, he... I think it was after he, like, met, she had a 30th birthday party. He didn't go to the party. He missed the party. And then she was at Coachella for the weekend or something. And I think the poop was, like, left in the bed before she left or something. Anyway, yeah. It was definitely a what you just said you weren't spending time with me so i'm gonna shit in your bed and that shit can go back to like your like early attachment issues you know what i mean but like your mom maybe not like not make enough eye contact with you when you were like six months old like there's all this shit like did you know were both of your parents like did you like go to a daycare where you didn't get enough attention like i don't know did you go to catholic school and that fucked you up because like all my shit could just be from catholic school honestly um Right. So it could be like a lot of things, but it's like if if they both were like securely and you can even if like you were like insecurely attached, like from childhood, you can like get better and you can like learn to have secure attachment. But like think of it. So like secure attachment, like in their relationship, like they would already trust each other. They would trust that like they were where they said they were for as long as they said they were going to be there and that they like weren't fucking other people. Mm-hmm. But like if you are like have like anxious attachment, like you 
you might first of all not trust anyone so like and then you got maybe pulled into a relationship with someone who like mind fucks you and then like you can't trust that person and maybe you had other scary relationships in the past and then like your little brain like can't like tolerate the idea like you just like start to go crazy and like fucking like think that this person's like cheating on you or like never coming back it's like think and this i i think this is going to sound mean to people but i do think of like dogs like because i work with dogs so like when think about like a dog that has like separation anxiety like they don't like in their little brain like they don't believe that like you're coming back and like that's like super threatening them and they start like ripping shit up in your house you know, it's like, you just, it's not like you want to be mean to the person, but it's like, you don't have like another way to deal with like this anxiety about the relationship. So like you put shit in their bed. And it's funny you <laughs> say that too, because she would say in their arguments, like, cause he would leave when they would have arguments and she would always say, I think you're not coming back. Like, I don't know if you're coming back I when, mean, you, when yeah. you, he's like, I just have to leave because it's getting physical and like, mm-hmm. I have to walk away because it's getting like really bad the fight but she's like well you need to tell me like that you're coming back yeah and to her that was like like, in her brain for whatever reason like it's not rationally true but in her brain like yeah like he had now abandoned her and that made her fucking crazy Mm -hmm. and like he's got obviously his own issues and like maybe he's more avoidant maybe she's like more anxious maybe he's more avoidant so like maybe it was easier for him to say like all right this is like enough and there was like um trust issues like that she was cheating on him and he was cheating on her i feel like in those relationships that's always a thing whether yeah i mean because and again i think it's because they travel so much why they spend so so many months apart yeah whoops we um got all the way to the end of the like because whenever i copy and paste like the intro outro like i just like it, it like goes by the length of the thing i i don't know i can't figure it out like it it, it copies the whole bar of the whatever I'm not, i don't have to explain this anyway but um we should we should close we should do closing thoughts though okay mine we've been talking about this for a while yeah um mine is just a reminder that this is not an informational podcast um please don't take anything please take everything i said with like a grain of salt because it's just like experiences or like maybe things that I've read or whatever I'm not a psychologist so don't necessarily take my advice okay um yeah I would say I hope I don't get sued for defamation for talking about my past (laughs) domestic violence experiences no um yeah I understand why everyone's fascinated with this case yeah and it's it's got everything it's got famous people but it's got a couple going through a breakup which i think is very relatable like everyone's been in a bad relationship before yeah and can podcast i keep on hitting that that's our closing fuck it i just deleted it i'll repaste it whatever um and like anyway it just and it it gets you I mean it's relatable it got me like thinking about my past toxic relationships um not even just with like a boyfriend but with friends 
and um, yeah, I don't know. What what was? Oh, I want to know what would you say is your worst breakup that you had out of all the breakups? Like, what was that? Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, I don't know. I think they've all been different. I mean, because honestly, like, I mean, I had like a relationship earlier on, like before college that I felt was like really quite healthy. And like, there was a couple times that each of us like ended it and that like was heartbreaking for me. Um, and, but then it was like that kind of triggered something in me where I was like, I'm never going to get broken up with fucking again. And I, <laughs> I, I really did. It like triggered me to like, be like, I'm not, I'm just not going to be vulnerable like that again. And I really like was either, I think overly vulnerable or like just not vulnerable at all. Um, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, and I don't, I don't think it was like that person's fault. Like I said, I think it like triggered me yeah. for whatever was like going on for me. Um, to be like, no, I don't want to feel like that again. Because, yeah, it's like, I, I think, like, they were all different. Yeah. How long would it take you to get over them? Well, I would always get into another relationship, and that's why, because it would, like, hurt me. So I would just, like, get into another relationship because mm-hmm. I couldn't be alone. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say my breakup took, I mean, like, you know that. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but I was, you know, just whatever for the podcast. But, like, I would say um, what I've heard, like, because I was in therapy after my breakup, and I actually asked, like, how long does it take to get over a breakup? And my therapist said that it typically, for you to, like, really get over it and actually think about what happened in the relationship and move on Mm -hmm. from that, it takes you half the time that you're with them actually heard that before Maybe yeah so if you probably from me so like you know I was with this person for like three years so a year and a half mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I was like good and over it um and uh I think that's really interesting kind of parameter but she also said that men do get over it way they get over it um quicker than women do because they're shallow I, <laughs> no, I mean, I I think it's because men find it more difficult to be single. But, I mean, apparently in today's environment with all the incels and, like, the rising in um, young male virginity, yeah, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I That's actually... That's kind of on the flip side. I actually have thought... I mean, I've seen, like, women have a real hard time getting over relationships, but I've definitely known men that, like, have suffered for a long time after a breakup yeah like i would say it's both but like they may be suffering but do you don't you think they hop into the next oh you mean they get i maybe they have like a rebound maybe yeah i don't know yeah i i mean i would say i think it's probably best if you're going through a breakup that you take your time and go by the my therapist parameter by you like split how long you were with that person that time and think about that time as a time period to heal and really think about what happened in your relationship before you go into another relationship that makes sense yeah and it's like yeah men and women both will rebound but that doesn't mean that they're over the relationship because just because they're in another one it just means like repeating cycles well that's the thing if you don't take that time you will just repeat your last relationship yeah like and i think for me too, like I definitely did not want to repeat my last relationship. Like, so mm-hmm. um, it was important for me to like break break that 
whatever the whatever I was seeking that made it so tumultuous, like break that cycle. Yeah. And um, I did because I'm with my wonderful husband today. He was, was just the sweetest man. I love him so much. <laughs> um, and yeah, okay. So uh, see you at Wawa. Is that, uh, what is that called? A love? Don't you dare say I just love bombed you. <laughs> Are you trying to say I an just love bombed you? An expression of love? You, that's all you are going to say. Expression of love? Yeah. Was that an expression? That was, boy, that was an expression of love. I drew you a new comic, <laughs> too, Gus. Did you see my new Yes. Aww. All right, so uh, see you on Wawa. Okay. Bye. You say see you on See you on Wawa. Podcast. Do-do-loo. Podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh, yeah, it's a four house on the hill. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's gonna wanna be up in that shorts.